there is one thing that when you hear it and you believe it will always make you joyful. Today on Ruta Daily, we're looking at what John says that is. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and John tells us in his first letter that there is one truth that when we cling to it, when we root ourselves in it, it will make our joy complete. Read with me what he wrote in 1 John chapter 1. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life, that life was revealed and we have seen it and we testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we also declare to you so that you may also have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We're writing these things so that our joy may be complete. All right, let's take a a step back and and look at the context here. John is writing to early Christians, probably uh, all in the same area, but in different churches. And they all share a, a similar culture and a similar threat. And that threat is Gnosticism. Gnosticism at its core is the false teaching that Jesus could not have had a physical body because everything physical, everything material is inherently evil. Now, when we start talking about things like Gnosticism, that seems like a a fairly abstract threat, right? I, I mean, this is just complicated theology doctrine. Why did it really matter what they believed? Well, John tells us, even if this seems harmless and abstract, it's not. It will steal your joy, and more importantly, it will destroy your fellowship with God. This was a deadly threat. If Jesus didn't come in the flesh, then this man, Jesus, walking the earth isn't really the Son of God. He wasn't born to a virgin. There's no physical death, burial, and resurrection, which has implications for our own future death, burial, and resurrection. And Jesus didn't really conquer sin because he was never really tempted by sin. And we could go on and on. But rejecting the truth that Jesus came in the flesh strikes down a pillar that holds up the whole gospel. And in less than 50 years after Jesus rose from the dead, this false teaching was threatening the church. And John wasn't having it. Uh, Even though Gnosticism was this abstract theology, it apparently led people to stop loving each other. It led people to think that they could live however they pleased and still accept God's gift of grace. You see that throughout John's letter here. That is the the uh, reaction from all of this. It led people to value worldly things, money, power, popularity, more than God. The false idea that Jesus never came in the flesh and all sorts of tangible ramifications that were ripping the church apart. And the same happens today. Maybe not with Gnosticism, but when other basic biblical doctrines are attacked, even if they seem harmless or vague or abstract, it will always have consequences. So what did John say to do? Listen, listen to these words. That's what he says. If you do and you believe them, your joy will be complete. And what words are those? What was from the beginning? 
what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. That life was revealed and we have seen it. And we testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we also declare to you so that you may also have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. That's what you need to hear. John says, listen, I've heard Jesus. I've seen him. I've touched him with my hands and, and he gave me the word of life. There are people out there who are spinning in, in theological circles to twist the truth. And they can talk and they can talk and they can talk all day long. But I've touched him, John says. They say he wasn't real. They say he wasn't really there, but I heard him. I saw him. And so did everyone around me. You can listen to these talkers if you want, but the Son of God came in the flesh. And because of that, we can have a relationship with the Father and with Jesus, and we can have fellowship together in the family of God. Look at verse 2 there. That life was revealed. We have seen it, and we testify. We declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. Now, there are all sorts of, of interesting parallels to John's gospel throughout his letters. For instance, uh, at the beginning of his gospel, he has a, a very similar prologue, but when he wrote his gospel, John was focused on Jesus' divinity. Here he's focused on his humanity. But another parallel is how John talks about uh, eternal life, not just in the sense of the life we'll have in the future, but the abundant life we can have now. He wrote in John uh, chapter 17, verse 3, quoting Jesus praying to his Father. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent, John 17, 3. Eternal life in the future and abundant life now is about knowing God, the Father and God the Son, whom he sent. That's where our joy comes from. John tells his testimony what he's heard and what he's seen, what he's touched, and hopes that the recipients can share that joy with him, to share in fellowship with him and ultimately with God the Father and Jesus the Son. We can do that too. As Christians, we know Jesus. And as we go out and we share the work that God has done in our lives, don't forget why we do it. We do so not only to invite them into our lives, to fellowship with us, but also to fellowship with God. And in doing so, make our joy complete, verse 4. Now, one last thing. The word Gnostic comes from the Greek for knowledge, or the verb to know. And that's what the Gnostics had. The Gnostics had, and they wanted knowledge. They wanted to know about God. They wanted to use reason and philosophy to understand the mysteries of God. But John tells us there's something better than just knowing about God. We can know God. We can have fellowship with him. When we believe that our God loved us enough to send his only begotten son in the flesh to die on the cross and be raised three days later so we can be set free from our sin, John says that's not just good doctrine or good theology, when we hear that and we believe that, it goes beyond just knowledge. It makes our joy complete. That's what our faith is. That's why we root ourselves in the Bible, not just to know more about God, 
but so that we can have everlasting joy. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's Word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's Word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.